Why do we have problems up here? Uh, the, the problem of, of evil in the world. Uh, the problem of absolute virtue. I'll take you in without breaking you, which is more than you deserve. The problem of you on top of everything else. You above all. Ah, because that's what God is. Horus, Apollo, Jehovah, Kal-El, Clark, Joseph, Kent. See, what we call God depends upon our tribe, Clark Joe. Because God is tribal. God takes sides. No man in the sky intervened when I was a boy to deliver me from daddy's fists and abominations. Mm, I figured out way back. God is all-powerful. He cannot be all-good. And if he is all-good, then he cannot be all-powerful. And neither can you be. They need to see the fraud you are with their eyes. The blood on your hands. What have you done? And tonight, they will. Yes. Because you, my friend, have a date. Across the bay. Grapefruit his hate. Two years growing, but it did not take much to push him over, actually. Little red notes, big bang, you let your family die! And now, you will fly to him. And you will battle him. To the death. Black and blue. Fight night. The greatest gladiator match in the history of the world. God versus man. Day versus night. Son of Krypton versus Bat of Gotham. You think I'll fight him for you? Mm, yes, I do. I think you will fight, fight, fight for that special lady in your life. She's safe on the ground. How about you? Close, but I am not talking about Lois. No. Every boy's special lady is his mother. Welcome everyone to Smoking and Drinking in Capes, a superhero podcast from a couple guys who wish they had powers. This week, two heavy hitters go toe-to-toe in a battle for the ages. One has mommy issues, dresses in black, and is rich as fuck. The other hails from a farther-away land, can leap tall buildings in single bound, is faster than a speeding bullet. It's 2016's Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. But first, Ultimate edition. Ultimate edition, sorry. But first, he secretly wants to the recipe to Grandma's Piss Peach Tea. It's Jason. How you doing, Jason? It's not called Grandma's Piss Peach oh, Tea. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just called Grandma's Peach Tea. No, no, it's Granny's Piss Peach Tea. No, it's Granny's Peach Tea. No, And I no. know the recipe. It's a bucket and piss. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You still want it, though, because it's made with love. Or You're gross. something, something, something gross. Right. Give me your news. <laughs> like I come to this fucking show with news. You're, You're supposed so to. Yeah, You're I know. You're supposed to. What do you got? Um. Well, let's check. As he does a Google search on the fly. Um, we're going to throw out the first thing. Back, uh, DCEU is living up to its awesome reputation of being an absolute dumpster fire. 
Yeah. Um, they have canceled Batgirl. Yes. Like almost done with post-production, put it on the shelf, never to see the light of day canceled. Yeah. Like, so there's rumors or well, from the things that I've read, it said that that movie was so awful. It was just gonna, it was just gonna bomb. And I guess the execs at the new discovery Warner brothers didn't want to, excuse uh, me, Warner brothers discovery, whatever, get it right. Name is important. Is it Warner Brothers Discovery or is it Discovery I, Warner Brothers? I thought it was Warner Brothers Discovery. Everything that I've read says it always says Warner Brothers Discovery. That's interesting that they'd put Warner Brothers in front of Discovery. Why wouldn't they? Oh, because it was Discovery that bought Warner Brothers from AT&T. Oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery Inc. is an American multinational mass media and entertainment conglomerate corporation that is based in Midtown Manhattan, New York City. It was formed after the spinoff of Warner Media, Warner Media by AT and T in its merger with Discovery Inc. on April eighth, twenty twenty two, per Wikipedia holder of all knowledge. Yeah, yeah, no, I I can read that. Yep, very same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can visit their website at wbd.com. No thanks, but yeah, so um, I guess the 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 uh, executives at WBD decided they didn't want a, a dumpster fire released shortly after they acquired that license. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, what are they going to do about the dumpster fire of an actor that they have? Um, <laughs> I don't know. That they still but, want to uh, <laughs> release a movie of. But, yeah, rumor has it that they're not going to release that movie, that they're kind of rejiggering it, and uh, they're going to make really? some changes, yeah. They're rejiggering Flash? Yeah, so apparently, and this was one of the news articles that I was trying to look up and before you so rudely interrupted me. but Dude, there was a, if you come prepared, I wouldn't interrupt you. <laughs> there, was an, there were additional scenes that were um, filmed with Ezra Miller um, early on, I guess, whenever some of, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to find the article. Okay. Yeah, so Ezra, Ezra Miller apparently filmed some new scenes for The Flash after the arrests and gloomy and grooming allegations. So I think they're trying to basically uh, film him out. But wait, if he filmed new scenes... Oh, you're, you're thinking they filmed new scenes to write him out of the franchise? Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, All so... Right. Yeah, so apparently he was called in to regularly scheduled additional photography over the summer, apparently without incident, before being charged with burglary, which was his, or their, I guess is the pronoun they're using, their third arrest this year on August 7th in Vermont. So, yeah, they just need to get rid of Ezra. Yeah, I think... uh, I think he's pretty much done. Yeah. Yeah. He was... I never really liked him as the Flash anyway. I mean, he was hyper enough, I guess, to be the Flash, but... Yeah, anybody can act hyper enough. You know what really just... really just irritated me about him was the way he ran... The way he ran? Oh, please yeah, tell the, me more. No, no. The way he ran, like the way he, he ran for Flash, like it was like, you know, he'd like flip his arms out 
it, it, it was really, to me, it looked really weird. <laughs> it did. It just looked like it, like he was swimming through the speed force or something. I don't know. To me, it just looked weird. Anyway, great. Good, great, grand. Um, they're trying to, uh, um, the WBD is trying to get uh, Cavill back. Yep, I saw that. Yeah, Cavill doesn't. You think want he'll to. come back? No, he. Uh, there's there's been reports that uh, yeah, he doesn't want to. He's done. Well, he's got the the new Highlander movie or the Highlander remake that he's doing, and then he's got the what? Witcher. Yeah, you haven't heard about the Highlander remake? Where have I? Oh, we haven't been doing sci-fi. That's why. Yeah. So. <laughs> Hold on a second, and uh, we'll he's talk gonna... about the Highlander remake. All right. I know mean, he's in talks with Marvel, supposedly. Oh, really? To do what? I don't know. Jesus Christ. You're such a Just... cock tease. But I mean, like, MCU Marvel, like, he's in talks with MCU. Maybe, maybe he's going to be like Cyclops. Yeah, so apparently uh, Cavill is in... Uh, talks with um, Chad Stahelski, Stahelski, Stahelski. Chad Stahelski, a stunt performer and director best known for his work on John Wick. Um, he was announced to, um, or announced as the top star for the Highlander, and they're in the process of tweaking now. Isn't, they know isn't what they Highlander, want. Huh? Isn't Highlander an MGM product? Is Highland? No, Highlander is Dimension. Dimension, okay. Yeah, Dimension Studios did Highlander, and I don't know who owns Dimension right now. Let's do a little research on the fly. Man. Man, we are just researching fools today. We're just making up news as we go along, it sounds like. And then Google searching whatever we can to make it fit. <laughs> Uh, Dimension, American film production company owned by Lantern Entertainment. It was formerly used as Bob and Harvey Weinstein's label within Miramax, which was acquired by the Walt Disney Company in 93 to produce independent films and genres, specifically horror and science fiction. So it's owned by Lantern Entertainment, which is just an independent film studio. So All right, all right. Fair enough. What else you got? Oh, it was formed by Lantern Capital Partners after it acquired the assets of the Weinstein Company on July 16th, 2018. So I guess Lantern what Entertainment the- is now the, or what used to be the Weinstein Company after. What's the Weinstein Company? Who's Weinstein? Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I was about to say, Jesus I Christ. I mean, let's just, let's just keep going down the dumpster fire rabbit hole. Let's go. <laughs> what? Today's news is brought to you by Lighter Fluid. Used for all your dumpster fire needs. Yes. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No, that's all I got. All right. Perfect. That that sounded great. Um, how about we do a pod crawl then? Let's do this. All right. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod the pod crawl pod crawl pod crawl pod crawl excellent insert it deep pod crawl kind of like a space suppository full of information how do you know when a movie is a Zack Snyder movie 
when the comedian is murdered in the opening scene. True. If you don't get that reference, go check out episode 7 of Smoking and Drinking in Capes on your favorite podcast platform. We will wait for you to come back. All caught up now? Great. <laughs> Guess what? This isn't a Christopher Nolan flick either despite Timmy falling down a well and being attacked by bats just like in his version of Batman. Dang this movie seems a bit repetitive and already done numerous times. Maybe the next scene will be new. Nope, it's the fight scene from Man of Steel when Zod and Superman are fighting each other in Metropolis and redecorating downtown with laser beams and spaceships. Oh wait, this is from the perspective of Bruce Wayne coming to save his people that work for him. It's nice to see he has a national presence with his companies. Huh? Metropolis and Gotham are across the bay from each other. Since when? Did anyone Since read the comic books always? before writing the movie? Anyway, Metropolis is trashed, Wayne's people die because he waited until he was in Metropolis before telling his workers to get out of the building. That seems like a phone call that could be made from literally anywhere. Cut to 18 months later, Lois Lane is in Africa interviewing some warlord with Jimmy Olsen, the new cameraman. Again, no one read the comics beforehand, cause Jimmy is CIA, correction, was CIA. He gets shot in the head. Superman shows up to save Lois before the government can turn the area to glass with a drone strike. The place still blows up because of some booby traps and Superman is to blame. Cut to Batfleck dispensing his current brand of justice that involves branding criminals. Alfred chastises Bruce for becoming too violent and not the beacon of justice that he should be. Mark Zuckerberg entertains Senator Finch and tries to convince her to allow the import of a green space rock into the country so it can be used as a deterrent against Superman. She says no, but that's okay, some random person in her entourage says he will grant access to the spaceship and Zod in Metropolis instead. Lex heads in, slices off some fingerprints from Zod and leaves. Mr. JLo is trying to find the white Russian, so he heads to a library party to get his drink on and steal data from Lex. Clark is there to cover the event and so is Gal Gadot. Superman overhears the comms in Bruce's ear and learns that he is Batman. He tries to confront him about the Batman antics in Gotham, but is sidetracked by a fire burning in Mexico. Superman flies off and saves the day. Cue Superman saving lives all over the world montage. Bruce wakes up from some sort of future dream, time travel, alternate dimension, or vision of Superman working with parademons to take over Earth. Not that we will ever know what was happening cause the DCEU is a hot mess. Turns out the White Russian is a ship that has the green space rock on it and Lex is having it shipped in illegally. Batfleck shows up to crash the party, but is stopped by a couple of things outside his control. 1. His Batmobile is slower and can't take corners at high speeds as well compared to the semi he is chasing. And 2. Superman gets in the way and wrecks the car, issues a warning to hang up the cape, and flies off. Superman heads to a Senate hearing that ends up being a trap set by Lex to blow up all of his opposition. Lois figures out that Africa, the hearing, and the witnesses coming forward was all set up by Lex. Lex, wearing a dead man's fingerprints, breaks into the spaceship and starts learning about monsters and how to make Doomsday. Batman heads to LexCorp and steals the green space rock to make a spear to use against Superman. And Superman feels sorry for himself for not seeing a bomb that was lined with lead. Glad to see everyone is being so productive. Let's wrap this up. Lex kidnaps Lois and Martha and gets Superman to go try and kill Batman or Mommy dies. Batman holds his own against Superman by using bat farts. Superman is saved because they both know a Martha and the two brothers hug it out. The super friends divide and conquer. Wayne flies his Batplane to a warehouse, defeats two dozen henchmen, blows up the dude holding Martha hostage, and calls Lex to tell him his plan failed. Meanwhile, Superman walks to Metropolis and confronts Lex in the spaceship and hear the phone call from Batman. 
You're telling me a mere mortal can do all of those things in the time it takes an alien with super speed to fly across the bay to a location that is being lit up like a Christmas tree. I don't buy it. Anyway, back to the recap. Apparently when you mix Kryptonian and human DNA together, you get Doomsday. That's gonna suck when Superman and Lois have babies. Doomsday and Superman fight it out with Superman getting beat up pretty bad. Wonder Woman shows up for the fight and brings her sword, shield, lasso of truth, and epic theme music. Clark stops mid-fight to go save Lois from drowning and grabs the green bat spear to drive into the heart of Doomsday. He does, he dies, a country mourns. Cue Batman visiting an imprisoned Lex and listening to the spewing nonsense of someone off his meds, unless you have watched Justice League already and dirt floating over Clark's coffin. Credits. All right. 2016s, technically still 2016s, uh, Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice Ultimate Edition. In all of its IMAX ratio glory. (laughs) Yeah, dude, the the perspective, the aspect ratio jumped all over the damn place. There was 4.3 in there, there was letterbox, there was 16.9, there was... Five and a half by eleven. There was executive. There was eight and a half by thirteen. A four. Yeah, it was. It had. It was all over the place. Yeah, it was. It was. It reminded me a lot of the Snyder cut. Well, the Snyder cut stayed consistent though. It was. It was four three throughout the the entire movie. Yeah. This this one jumped all over. Yeah. So this one. I didn't I didn't notice it jumping until like after it was in its IMAX ratio for a while and then I started noticing the bars on the sides mm-hmm. and I was like has it always been like this and then I'd ignore the bars and get back into the movie and then the bars would show up again and I was like wait were those there earlier <laughs> I just yeah, it was so it think, was weird Yeah I think the bars showed up for all the extended crap, basically, uh, the extra the extra thirty one minutes of footage that we uh, were privy to to make this a three hour and two minute movie. But the bars were there during some of the the scenes that I know I recognize from the regular movie. I yeah I don't know I don't know I thought so too, but maybe they were just cutting bits and pieces from all over the place to make it look. To, to bring it all together, you know? Well, I know that they released the edition in like 2018 that had the IMAX cut, the 1.43 to 1 or 1.9 to 1 ratio. Oh, do you think that's what was on HBO Max? And not that is what's, what's on HBO Max. So it's like the ultimate edition IMAX cut. Yes. Okay. So there we go. So maybe the yeah. bars were there the entire time and I just only noticed them during I, I didn't go back and look it was it, it wasn't there the whole time like it was bouncing around was um, it okay it was yeah because i i i specifically noticed it i mean there was times where it was four three or whatever you know bars on the side there was times where it filled up my entire screen there was times where i had bars on the top and the bottom um it was it was all over the place really um, yeah yeah really Really, really. So, yeah, all I didn't, right. Didn't notice bars on the top or bottom. I did for a couple scenes. For a couple of the scenes, I noticed it. Um, and I could, I can't tell you 
right offhand. Uh, okay, so one of the times that I noticed it was during the Africa stuff. Uh, there was, uh, you know, like when the horses were riding or something like that, if I recall, it switched to bars oh, on the top and the bottom. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I need to go back because this is going to bug me. I'm going to have to go back and, and look. Yeah. So, all right. So this is uh, this is movie number two. Um, we've reviewed Man of Steel. Uh, we reviewed that back in episode seven of uh, Smoking and Drinking in Capes. It's movie uh, number, yeah, movie number two of the of the trilogy. We've actually done the yeah, entire trilogy. Now. We have, in in all in a completely wrong order. So, yeah, this was uh, this is the second movie. Movie number one, Man of Steel. We already did. Uh, then we had this, and then we have Justice League. Uh, which we did the Snyder cut of Justice League which as was so good, yeah, so long but so good. Oh yeah, and that was that was a good one. That was our first one that we uh, reviewed, yep. our inaugural episode. So, uh, what did uh, what did you think? Let's let's take out all the fluff that we had from this one, um, and try to remember back to 2016. What did you think of this as? outing number two of this particular franchise setup. It was a huge stumble because right. the of the missing parts of the story that they added in the Ultimate Edition. Okay. The Ultimate so you, Edition fills in the blanks that you, you miss whenever you saw it in theaters. I mean, it was, it was disjointed. Um, it, it cut from one scene to another and in the middle of a scene and you had no idea what was going on in the, in the original cut, it was, you weren't quite sure what the character motivations were because they, they, they started a scene in the middle of the fucking scene and you're not sure how they got there or why they were doing what they were doing. So it was it was definitely way overcut for the theatrical version. I, I can understand why they did it. I mean, this was back in 2016, and while we'd had long movies back then, three hours is asking a lot. Now, since then, we've had three-hour movies come out, and audiences have seen to um, handle those just fine. They, they, right. they seem to embrace three-hour movies if they're worth it. And so I think a three-hour Batman versus Superman would have been a lot better received in the theaters than what it was. But yeah, as as it was in 2016, it was not a great movie. I didn't think it was as awful as everybody else had panned it for, but I, it right. wasn't. It was. It was great. weak. It yeah, was it weak. Was weak. Um, yeah, and I remember. I remember thinking back in 16. After watching this, I remember thinking, okay, this really, to me, seemed like they couldn't decide who to focus on. Right. Is this, yeah. a, is this a Batman movie with a Superman cameo? Is this a Superman movie with Batman cameo? Who Who is the main character? Because it never really came together really until the very end for the last scene, the last fight, right? I mean, right. Batman was always doing his own thing. Superman was always doing his own thing. Oh, they met together because, you know, they got, uh, you, you know, because of a car. 
right? Superman stopping Batman's Batmobile. Um, you know, so we stopped. And he didn't that. get okay. a lot of motivation behind right. that either, right? So Which, I think the branding thing—I don't remember the branding thing as being in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember the branding. See, yeah. I don't. I don't remember all that. That was that was one of the first things that got me was oh they're they're doing the Dark Knight like the dark dark night in yeah. this movie and. So I was I was one of the I wasn't, you know, a huge vocal detractor of of Ben Affleck as as Batman, but I had I'd had definite reservations of Ben Affleck being Batman until I saw him as Batman in this movie and then I was I was all in. I think he's probably the second best Batman behind Keaton out of all of them and I've I've said that in the past. Right. But um yeah, he. This was this was the Dark Knight. This was this was the Batman Returns Dark Knight. You know the yeah. the older pushing fifty or or at yeah, fifty yeah. Batman who has been grizzled and and has right. seen it all and is just not giving any more fucks. And yeah, this yeah is, yeah. So he's this is this is twenty years into his tenure. Yeah, right. So which which. In of itself, you know, he he's been doing it for twenty years, and and Clark is just now hearing about the guy. Spe- well, I mean, seems a little weird. He he keeps to Metropolis, I right? Mean, Which I'm, I'm sure he's also, heard of okay. him before, but I think the branding was kind of a, a new thing because you think, okay. even Alfred started questioned him at the beginning of the movie. Is like, this true. is what yeah. we're doing now? Right. Okay. Yeah. So the branding was was a new was a new situation. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and you you commented during the pod crawl. Um, I can't. I don't. I don't like them being bay buddies. <laughs> you don't. I, I mean, don't. I don't like as, the cities being bay buddies. No. For as as long as I can remember, Gotham City and Metropolis have been across the bay. Really? Yeah. Even in comics. Yeah. See, I have it in my head that Metropolis was more of a, uh, was more of a Midwest city. Metropolis is a Midwest city? No, no, Metropolis I'm sorry. Was, Go- uh, well, so yeah, Gotham was was kind of based off of Chicago, but it was placed in in New Jersey. Okay, and Metropolis That's what I was thinking. and Metropolis I was thinking is, of it. Yeah. Yeah, Metropolis is based off of New York, but they right, placed right, right, it right, right, in right. Delaware in the comics. Okay. So there's the Delaware Bay in between them. Okay. See, I see. I always had it in my head, and I wasn't. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not. I'm not a big DC comic. Oh, neither am I. Of, but aficionado. I used to read Superman right. and Batman back in the day. Yeah, I didn't. Um, but I always, I always figured Metropolis was 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 New York. Um, and then Gotham, I always equated it because my first big exposure was uh, Batman, the movie, right? And so I always thought Gotham as being like, uh, I was going to Detroit, right? Okay, yeah, I can crime see Detroit. And stuff like that. I, I, I was thinking Detroit, I can see Chicago, you know, that kind of analog. But I always thought that they were far away. Chicago has bigger buildings, so yeah. Well, because the only other reason why I thought that is because of my exposure to Smallville. In Smallville, 
they're in Kansas, right? And right. Metropolis is only a couple hours away. Metropolis from from, from Chicago, Smallville from Smallville in Which Smallville, is in Kansas. Right. So I that's why I always so thought, Metropolis is only a couple hours from Kansas. So that is what I was thinking in my head. I I always Do you mean equated Gotham. No, no, Metropolis. I always equated Metropolis to being like a New York City, but located closer to the Kansas area. So like in St. Louis area or something like that. Oh, you really? Know, I always, that, in my head, that's how I always, I, I mean, I, I equated it, yes, it is New York, it's supposed to be New York City, but in my head, because of watching Smallville and, and not being real familiar with the comics of for Batman and Superman, um, I Did Metropolis thought, have like a port in Smallville? I it's, they never really used Smallville that often. They, but other than they mentioned that Smallville was nearby, even in Lois, uh, even in Superman and Lois, uh, they kind of hint Superman that's, and Lois at the new CW. It's a CW show, right? Oh, now. yeah. They kind of hint shows. Yeah, they kind of hint that it's a couple hours away. Um, you know, so I don't know. Now I know Central City is supposed to be the equivalent of like uh, St. Louis and and that kind of deal, but um, I don't know. I don't know. It just I had my I had my stuff. I I never knew that they were across the bay. But when I first saw this, I thought that that was weird because you never saw it mentioned ever in anything previous when it came to movies. So it threw me for a loop. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I mean, it, from a layman's, you know, all I watch are the movies type of situation. The normal u- viewer isn't gonna, you know, what? Yeah, that's how they Gotham that, are right across the street from each other. Yeah, that's how they had the, all those crossovers yeah. and shit. I mean, they were they were always in each other's turf. Yeah, if you were watching the com or reading the comics, yeah, I guess, but. If you didn't, if you were just watching movies and that kind of stuff, you never really... I mean, there were two sides of the same coin. Gotham was this dark, crime-ridden hellhole, and Metropolis right. was this bright, shiny, you know, Supermanville. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That that was that. That's that's that. All right, so I'm done. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's it for today, our intro and outro. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so... I, I, I I liked the movie originally. I mean, I didn't think it was terrible. I didn't think it was great. Like, well, I mean, like like awesome, woo, you know, type of deal. Um, I thought it was a good movie. Um, I didn't think it was as strong as uh, Man of Steel. So um, what Batman versus Superman did for me when it originally came out was it 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 showed the promise of a DCEU it showed right. the promise of a continuing storyline like what marvel was doing with the MCU and that that DC was going to try and and so, do something some kind of epic story like that but they were going to do it on a darker cut cuz right. you know even even though marvel gets a little bit dark every once in a while it's still a very bright shiny kind of you know saturated uh universe and and the the dc comics are are more 
it's it's not regular people becoming superheroes. It's these gods becoming yes. superhero, these gods doing superheroic things with just a few regular people that are able to keep up, like Bruce Wayne. And so you you, you get this more this more juxtaposition between you know normal people and and these these gods, and they they explored that in in this movie. I mean, basically, yeah. Superman is a god. And right. then you know you, Wonder you had, Woman, a literal fucking god. Yeah, yeah. Uh, comes so I in will to save the day. Yeah, I will say that that was what I was most excited about is when when she came on the screen with honestly epic music. No, that is not epic. I don't know I why like you that like music. that music. So I like much. that music. I, you had that on your fucking phone for years. I years, s- it's still there. <laughs> oh my god. God, it's still there. That I is my ringtone. I do not tone, like that dude. fucking theme song. Oh, I like it. I, I, I like do it. not like that theme song. I like it. I I thought it was good. Anyway, oh, it is um, annoying. So she show, <laughs> you know, she shows up, and I, I got excited about it because we already knew at that point we knew that Wonder Woman was happening, uh, but we hadn't seen her, right? right? And this was this was the first exposure of Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. She shows up, she's kicking butt and all that kind of good stuff. Great like, casting. Great I was like, casting. Oh, that's gonna be this is gonna be an awesome movie when it comes out. Yeah. Um And it know, was. So it, it, it did. It Wonder got Woman me was a really good movie. It was. It Wonder was. Woman eighty four sucked balls. It did. Um and we we've talked about that one as well. Um I don't know which episode off the top of my head, you know, go look at the uh, the big list of sci fi or no. Did we really re- movies. Did we review yeah. that one? Yeah, we did eighty four. Have we, we done both of those? Did we? I don't think we have. No, we did. I swear we did. Oh, man. Research on the fly. <laughs> we did. Maybe we did, and I just blocked it out for some reason, but oh, I don't think we God. did. Let's look it up. A great big look list of superhero titles. Da, 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 da. No, I am not seeing any episode numbers next to any of the Wonder Woman movies. Well, dang. Well, spoiler, uh, we like the first one. We hate the second one. <laughs> um, I thought, oh, yeah, I remember yeah. what it was. You, I remember what it was. We talked about it on uh, Satis a little bit because you decided to pull a April Fool's joke on me. And, and Crowley at the time. <laughs> yeah, that's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> I rickrolled yeah. you both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he uh, he put Wonder Woman on his plex. Um, but it wasn't said, Wonder Woman. And said, hey, it's great. And he, he made the time of it the exact same running time and all this other stuff and, and really got us. What was it? It was... It was, was it? it was the video on loop of Rick Astley's. Oh, that's uh, right. It was never actually. Give you up. It was yeah, actually Rickrolled. Rick yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I hated him for that. Anyway, back to this. So, <laughs> so I was, I, I thought it was a good movie. I didn't, you know, I wasn't blown away, um, but I was a little excited about what would happen. Um, with the DCEU, much to my disappointment. Um, 
never really could get off the ground. Uh, well, it's and, because and, the fucking executives at Warner Brothers kept putting right, their kept, dick in the sauce. Right, right. Yeah, and we talked about that with uh, Justice with Justice League. Um, you know, yeah, the, they ruined the, Justice League too. They yep. couldn't fucking figure it out after they ruined this one, so they had to ruin Justice League too. And then nobody right. wanted to watch any of the, these movies. And Zack Snyder said, "Peace out, bitches," and went and did his own thing. Yep. Yep. So, all right, whatever. It was. It was all right. So. I had a couple issues. Uh, we'll, we'll just get into some of the issues. A couple of the issues that I that I saw that, you know, I know they're trying to make it gritty and all, you know, Snyder's trying to be Snyder. Um, but there was some stuff in there, like the, the biggest thing, you know, when we, when we were first introduced to Batman during the branding thing, you know, you got the two cops that are going in to, to, to respond to a call. Yeah. They go into an abandoned building, dark as shit, and don't use flashlights. <laughs> yeah, I know. What the actual I was, fuck? I was like, you should have a flashlight on that shotgun of yours, dude. Yeah. Because you can't see shit. Yeah, you can't see shit. You know, so so you see that, and I'm like, God dang. You know, and I'm like, all right, that kind of that kind of took but me out of the moment. The Gotham cops have never used flashlights. Remember, the, think back of the other Batman movies. No, Commissioner Gordon did. In uh, in uh, uh, the Batman Begins stuff, he had a fla- He would use a flashlight. Well, that's because he's the commissioner. He's the right. smart one. That's well, how he got to be he... commissioner is okay, because he yeah. mastered flashlight technology. Oh, so so any you know Tom, Dick, or Steve could be um, commissioner, commissioner yeah, if, they if they can figure out how to push a button on the back of a flashlight. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Anyway, so that kind of threw me off. I know they were trying to be dark and gritty and everything, but it was kind of one of those things. It's like, yeah, okay, idiots. Um, the other, the other thing that kind of th- threw me, uh, I have two others. Uh, Batman, Batman takes gunfire like a champ, takes Point Blake to the back of his head right during the the final like warehouse, yeah, bashing scene. Um, and then a knife stabs him. Yeah, that's so plausible. He, how? If a bullet can, if 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 he's so Kevlar sh- will stop a bullet. Kevlar will not stop a knife. Really? Yeah. <sighs> There's just so much I don't know. <laughs> All right. So then here's the other one, and this one was in the pod crawl. Batman. Superman, they split up, split up, divide and conquer, right? Yeah. So the first thing we see is we see Batman. Batman jumps in his plane, zooms off, finds the warehouse, launches himself into the bottom story, second story. Second story, yeah. Blows up the third story, shoots up in there, takes out a two dozen dudes, blows up a guy with a flamethrower. Covers up Martha, keeps her from getting blown up, from getting cooked to a crisp. Mm-hmm. Finds the phone, or uses a phone. Calls Lex Luthor. Martha's safe, you lose. Meanwhile, Batman shows up. Phone rings. Martha's safe, you lose. 
So Batman is able to, or I'm sorry, Superman shows up to uh, Lex. Batman calls. He hears it. You're telling me the Man of Steel can't fly across the bay to the ship that's getting lit up with lightning and in the time that it takes a normal dude to dispatch two dozen dudes, save, find Lex's number on speed dial, and call him? He just had his ass handed to him by Batman because he was kryptonite sick. He may have oh, taken a few okay. beats to recover so a bit. So what you're saying is you're blaming it on the bat farts? Yes. I'm going to say oh. he was a little slow, maybe took a couple beats to, to catch his breath before rushing off to... Went and got his, dry, his cape dry cleaned yeah. before yeah. he showed up? Yeah. I mean, he had to redo his hair. Yeah. Clean up, get the smudge off his face. Right. Okay. All right. Still don't buy it. Still don't buy it, you know. I'm, I I understand you're trying to cut. You're trying to show a scene. You're trying to cut a cr- cr- cut over, but the way you, it just it made it seem like he was slow as fuck. And he may or, not have known exactly where Lex Luthor was at that point. It wasn't so much that he was going for. See, he was never going for Lex. He was going to go take care of the ship because it was it was all over the news or it was all over everything that the that the ship was doing some funky ass shit. Yeah, maybe he was saving people on the way. Oh, maybe, maybe. Trying to get good karma points? Maybe. Now, one of the things that didn't quite work with me was the flashback at the very end. So when... Flashback at the very end, Yeah, so the flashback at the very end. So when Bruce is talking with uh, Diana, and she goes, why do you think we need to fight together? And he goes, just a a hunch or just a feeling. Just a feeling, right, yeah. They flash back to him going into prison to talk with Lex and telling Lex that he's going to go to Arkham and not some nice psychiatric hospital. See, I... That was a flashback because then they came back to the funeral with with Lois dumping the the dirt on um, Kent's grave or Kent's uh, coffin and then the dirt starting to vibrate. Or float or whatever it was doing. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that was a flashback. So, so see, that was another one of my little my little ticks was that the the timing was a little off because yeah. and, and, and because and that's they why were it, jumping around like crazy. And that's why it felt like that timing was off was because it didn't seem like a flashback at first. In fact, no. you wouldn't have probably known it was a flashback had they not cut back to the funeral scene. Right. No, like if that would have been like a after credit scene or something, mid credit scene or something like that, it would have made a little. I think bit it more was sense. an after credit scene. I think in it the was in the yeah. I think so too. And then it got moved around. Yeah, because I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember it being that weird. You know. Um. So I'm a little disappointed uh, overall. So so we've got we've 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 seen all three. Right, we've seen the yes. Snyder trilogy. Yes, I'm a little disappointed that we never really get to fully see what this whole flashback, or not flashback, flash forward uh, 
Yes, I know. With Vision. the parademons and yeah. Superman. Hipper. What is this? What is this? I, I don't. What I is... don't know. I really wanted to, and this was one of the things that really sparked my interest in the DCEU. Was that you know they were going to show Superman Emperor? Is this some sort of like spin of the Injustice series, or you know what was this? Yeah. So That's, I'm after seeing everything. I think that that was originally um, Mother Box Superman, right? Got got corrupted by the Mother Boxes or whatever uh, when when Dark Seed, not Dark Seed, Steppenwolf showed up, right? Right, because Lois ends up dying or whatever, and that was that was his rock or or what have his you. His world, it's, yeah, yeah, and so Flash comes back does his little time travel thing and says, you know, save, you know, save the cheerleader, save the world. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and, and so, so we get that whole, you know, we've got to fix it to where this, this, this uh, future doesn't happen. But then you watch the Snyder cut and that future still happens. So what the actual fuck? So I don't think that I don't think that the events in this film were what the Flash was talking about because remember the Flash said I'm too early. Okay. So it's not the events in this film that kill off Lois. I think it's later events that kill off Lois that okay. would have caused the future to to go fucked. Okay. So you think that there is a uh, Justice League Part Two that would have set this stuff up right or or at the very least or at the very most i guess taking care of all of this right yeah okay yeah i don't think i don't think it was i don't think it was this battle that would have killed lois i think it was something else well and the only reason why i thought maybe this battle was because of the whole uh drowning thing like sure. she almost she almost drowned or whatever, or the fact. Uh, so the other thing I was thinking is this was foreshadowing for when they tried to wake Superman because the only thing that kept Superman from going murder death kill was to um, was to bring, bring Lois, Lois in there. Yeah, yeah, right. So that's what I was that's what I was equating it to after I had already seen. Um, you know, after already seeing Justice League, um, you know, which and and I've got to admit, watching this movie again after seeing the other stuff, this movie was pretty good, and I and it really in terms of like setting stuff up for the future. Yeah, um, you know, it's just I think if they had let Snyder have fucking. The creative reins that he asked for, I think yeah. they could have had a, a really good franchise on their hands. Yeah. But the executives so at fucking Warner Brothers under AT&T just couldn't fucking keep their stupid asses out of everything. Right. Right. Do you think Do you think we would have ever found out what happened to Robin? Yeah. Yeah, I think they would have explored that. I think that would have... I think that was probably coming in the next Batman movie or the first Batman movie, See, movie that they were going to come to in the DC. Right. Movie. So, yeah, the one that was supposed to be with Batfleck and then right. turned into Pattinson. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, that's what I was thinking is that we would have gotten a um, uh, 
an early Batman early years sort of situation or, you know, but God, I hope it, I was hoping to, that Jared Leto, well, I knew Jared Leto was going to have to be in it because, you know, Joker, but God. Yeah. His Joker is awful. Yeah. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. You're sorry. Anything else? hit you that you didn't like or anything that really stuck out so the in this one you were right there were some scenes that were just really quick and jumped back and forth really fast that was a little bit jarring Mm -hmm. i think they were trying to shove as much of the leftover content as they they could in here just to fill in some of the gaps but i'm not sure that those scenes were fully fleshed out and so maybe they were probably better not in the movie to begin with. So, um, yeah, Yeah. I really liked the, I really liked the extended scenes because it showed the parallel investigations between Clark and Bruce. So Bruce was trying to investigate Superman and find his weaknesses and, and gather the stuff to fight Superman Right. Clark was trying to figure out, you know, who this Batman guy was so that he could put a stop to Batman. But it's interesting because Clark was doing pretty much the same thing that Bruce was doing, just not in quite as brutal of a way. But he was he was a vigilante. He was right. doing his own thing. He was above the law. Yeah. And he was chastising Bruce. So there was a bit of hypocrisy there. And I think he finally started seeing that towards the end. Yeah. Because in this, uh, Superman hasn't been doing this for very long. Right. And, and, and right. Man, Just of, since Man the, of Steel yeah, was basically, years. yeah, it was basically when he did it or yeah, when he so. exposed himself. It was, so he's only been doing months. it about. Two years, yeah. Yeah, 18 months was the time jump from the, you know, Lieutenant Dan scene to um, uh, current movie. Right. So, yeah, you know, he was still trying to figure out what he wanted to do, who he wanted to be, what he wanted to stand for. Um, and, I, and, you know, and I liked that. I, I liked the the I liked the crisis of conscience that he had, that Superman had, um when the Capitol blew up, you know, did I just not look for it? Right. You know, um, was I not concerned about this, you know, type of situation? Well, no, dude, it was lead lined. Um, you know, great. Um, you know, so, so I liked that. I liked, uh, you know, and then him kind of, you know, going on a vision quest. That was kind of like, eh, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go vision quest on top of a mountain. It seems a little weird. Whatever. I thought that was a touching scene. It was. I mean, it was touching, but it was. It was one of those things that it's like, okay, we have never, up until this point, we have never seen him. I'm going to say hallucinate, right? Or we have never seen him talk to his dead dad. We have seen flashbacks of his dad, and lessons that he was given that he remembers and talks about but we never really saw him talking to his dead dad we saw him talking to his dead bio dad in the uh fortress right yeah but i mean in the original superman he was kind of talking to his dead dad yeah i just it just 
you know, I, I liked it, but then I didn't like that part. But uh, I like, you know, Christ I actually liked that part. I thought yeah. that was, I thought yeah, that was I, him working through some shit, and okay. yeah, whether he was talking to the spirit of his father or just something, you know, in his uh, in his head, right? Talking in his head, yeah. All right, all right, I'll give it to you. You can have it. Yours. Thank you. You're welcome. I kind of wonder what would have happened if Snyder's daughter didn't pass away, you know, with all these three movies. I mean... Would we have had more? I don't know. I mean, yeah, so when his daughter passed away, he stepped down and Whedon came in and finished the Fuck, Justice League. And fucked League. it up, yeah. And fucked it up. I don't know... I kind of want to say that it, there was probably still some executive fuckery in there, and Snyder just wanted to step away and and mourn his daughter. Right. Um, right. I, but I if think his daughter, maybe if well, I, I think maybe if he had, you know, full creative reign like like he wanted, he may have put the production on hold until he could, you know, mourn his daughter and then come back to it instead of just stepping aside. I don't know. That's just, I mean, that's just a yeah. conjecture on my part. I can't imagine, you know, what he was going through after he lost his daughter. So uh, I don't know how I would even handle it at that point. And I have no problems with him stepping back or stepping aside to, to do yeah. that and letting somebody else take the reins. So don't, yeah, yeah, don't no, think that. No but um, yeah, it was, I yeah, I wish, I mean, it, it would be really interesting to see if it, what would have happened if his daughter hadn't uh, passed at all. If if he would have been in, in the same predicament where he was going to have to cut down the Justice League and compromise his vision, and would it have you know had kind of the same reception as Batman versus Superman, or would they have actually let him do? what they what he wanted to which i doubt would have happened and we would have gotten the snyder cut from the from the get-go yeah possibly we'll never know unfortunately right right yep all right any final thoughts um i mean this this is a better movie than what was released in theaters um, well yes yeah it's I, I, it, it makes me sad that they squandered the DCEU potential like they, like they did. Yeah. Cause I yeah. think they, I think they had some really, really good stories to tell and some really good storytellers telling them. Oh yeah. Except for Wonder Woman 84. That was stink on ice. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It had the potential, but it didn't it didn't deliver all right well uh let's talk about uh superpower roll call who do you uh who do you want to be oh man this is hard is because it? you've got superman in one on one hand and you got Wonder Woman on the other, and they're pretty much the same superhero, but one has boobs. Yeah, yeah. isn't quite as strong as the other because Superman did hand her her ass in 
uh, Justice League. But she's got boobs. So it's really hard to, to choose. Um, I'm actually going to go Batman. I'm going to go <laughs> Bruce Wayne. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So option C. Yeah, because Option he's got C. he's got a shit ton of money and he's super smart and he figured out a way to kick Superman's ass. All right, all right. Um, I'm going Wonder Woman um, because she has boobs. Sh- boobs and she's got a shit ton of money. I mean, she does. It's, it's not like she's uh, you know in a one bedroom apartment uh, living paycheck to paycheck. But she's not Bruce Wayne rich. I don't care. She's got an invisible fucking jet. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. This happened after 1984, so she still has that fucking jet. <laughs> oh, they crashed that dang, damn thing, didn't they? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so, yep. Yep, Wonder Woman's got mine. All right, you got any uh, awards? I got a few. Perfect. Let's uh, hit up with that black lung. Uh, black lung, I'm going to give it to Superman for inhaling the uh, super smoke. Yep, yep. Uh, same thing here. Superman for inhaling the bat fart. <laughs> it was green, like a bat fart. Um, head lush for me is going to go to Bruce, uh, specifically because Alfred uh, made the mention that uh, he was going through the entire wine cellar and not leaving anything for his heirs. Yes, so not that there were going to be any heirs. Not that there I was going to be any. Anyway. I love Jeremy Irons' Al- Alfred. I absolutely yes. love oh, his Alfred. Yeah. His Alfred they're on is par. They're yeah. they're they're equals really. Yeah, um, I, I loved his portrayal of Alfred. In fact, his Alfred is probably right on par, if not just a little bit uh, lower than Michael Caine's Alfred. Michael Caine's Alfred, I think, was the perfect mesh between you know parent and servant. Um, and partner, and then I think Alfred's is is a really good mesh of Irons. The or um, yeah, Jeremy Irons is a really good mesh of partner and and servant, and then you kind of get a little bit of of a paternal feel in this movie more so in the Justice League, but yeah, yeah, um, it was <laughs> he he is. I mean, both of them are phenomenal actors. So I'm not going to take anything away from either one of them. They were they they both did great Alfreds. Yeah, yep. All right, uh, where are we at? Player. Um, player. I'm going to go with. Uh, this one I think I'm going to give to um, Diana Prince. Okay. Her, her her flirtation with uh, with Bruce, um, especially when she said uh, he, when he said you know nine out of ten uh, nine out of ten men who see you in that dress would probably let you get away with anything. She goes, "You're that tenth," and he goes, "No, I'm probably the first. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I gave mine to I'm I'm giving it to Lex. Just because Lex. he, because he was playing all the sides and all the angles. Okay. Um, and he got he got two dudes to duke it out because of mama. So, 
Uh, Purple Hippo. Um, I'm giving Purple Hippo to Bruce uh, for his uh, his little flash vision dream hellscape shit that he kept having. Okay. You? Uh, my Purple Hippo is going to go to Soups because, you know, after being pretty much invincible all of your life to suddenly be having your ass handed to you by some dude in powered armor, that's got to be a fucking head trip. Okay. All right. Well, you know what time it is. I do. Yep. Let me get it's this time thing. where we roll the dice and lose. Roll the well. Hopefully we don't lose. Uh, I don't know. I'm me, looking at the list, and there's not uh, just a a really high ratio list? of good stuff on this list. Why are you looking at the list? You're not supposed to look at the list. That's cheating. I was on the list before. I'm not Close looking at the, the actual. L- I'm not looking at the actual spreadsheet. I'm looking at it oh. on the website. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Smoking and drinking in capes.com. Yes, yes. All right. Well, um, give uh, give me a number between one and uh, looks like one oh seven. Yeah, one oh seven. Uh, let's see. This was the second movie in the trilogy. Uh, we had three main superheroes with three in the wings. For a total of six, so let's do two times three times three. Two times three is six times three is 18. Okay, so number 18. All right, so tell me when to stop then. Uh, stop. Sort this bad boy from smallest to largest and look at number 18. Oh, okay. Oh, God. All right, all right. Next time, we will be watching or covering the movie where a group of inept amateur superheroes must try to save the day when a supervillain threatens to destroy a major superhero and the city. <laughs> Mystery Men. <laughs> it's 1999's Mystery Men, starring Ben Stiller, uh, Janine Garofalo, and William H. Macy. Yeah, okay, this one's a good one. Yeah, I actually like so, this movie. Uh, we, we will be, uh, we'll be putting that one, that one on there. <laughs> when you first said inept superheroes trying to say, I was like, wait, we already covered Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass. Well, Kick-Ass 2. <laughs> There's a second oh, one. Oh, yeah, there's the a second Boogaloo. one that I've never seen. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, when, when that one happens, we're going to have to uh, get Logan back. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. You can geez. you can have Logan back and I'll... No, 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 you'll be there, too. No, you'll be there, I'll too. I'll wash be a my three. hair that day. No, it gives us an opportunity to have a threesome. I mean, three-way. I mean, a guest. <laughs> um, so that's going to be it for today. Our intro and outro music is Demon by JVNA. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can want, uh, leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginkapes.com slash Discord. Or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginkapes at outlook.com. So for this week, I am Rob, and uh, I don't have anybody in my family named Martha. I'm fucked. Yeah, neither do I. That means we have to fight to the death fight to the death. Perfect. Perfect. We'll see you next time.